What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We are appalled to learn that something so disturbing could happen on our campus a community dedicated to healing and serving others. The reported incidents are a betrayal of HMS, and most importantly, each of the individuals who altruistically chose to will their bodies to HMS through the Anatomical Gift Program to advance medical education and research. Okay. What is that? <laughs> it's very rare that we would play, first of all, the, the, the news report sound of something like that, and it would be even rarer that we have to play a statement from Harvard University, but that's what it is, and it gets way nastier than that. This, you know what, the, the first thing I thought of was uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, no, this could have been Silence of the Lambs. Remember when he was making the bodysuit for himself? Oh. That was the whole thing. That, but this whole situation involves seven people, including the morgue manager at Harvard Medical School. It's a body parts ring. That's what it is. They were selling body parts, with, I don't know, on the internet. How, where do you go? On the internet. Do you just go and do a search for body parts for sale? Whatever it is, that's the dark web. <laughs> wow. Please don't ask me to do research on that. No, I, <laughs> I, I, guys, I won't. Please. But uh, it also involved the University of Arkansas and involved an underground network that robbed the corpses. I won't even tell you. I won't get into details because it's really disgusting. And then these people sold the body parts to each other online. But the killer is, and I don't, can we put this guy up on the web? We're going to have to. I was going to ask, I, I hate to break in during your telling of the story no. here, but do oh. I put this on the blog? You already yeah, got you it. have to. <laughs> I had it prepared just in case. If you ever wanted something oh to God. counteract that whole statement that you can't judge a book by its cover, the guy that worked at the Harvard morgue that let the people in for the ring, in, in this, in this uh. body parts ring, he looks like the devil himself. You have to see I mean, this guy you, to believe it. You read the story and you hear about it and you're like, well, maybe it was just a mix up and they sell, you know, maybe it's something Harvard does. And then you look no. up and then his picture pops up and you go, oh my God. He actually has metal horns implanted in his head. <laughs> horns. Yeah. Little, I mean, li really. And then that's if, of course, you can get through all the tattoos on his face and then the piercings and. And the pointy teeth. And, and, and yeah, he put in like. It looks like Nesferatu. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Nesferatu, Dracula. Oh, it's 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 horrible. So it's, he's really creepy looking. So he was the one that obviously the the body parts thievers got to. They must have paid him off to open up the morgue, right? So, but the main name of there's six people, but the main name in the indictment is a guy named Cedric Lodge, stole parts of cadavers and took them to his home in Goffstown, New Hampshire. And With his wife. And then sold the parts online. That's what I'm saying. Where do you go to get... And here's the thing. Well, first, what's wrong with Harvard? I'm sorry. Don't they keep an eye on what's going on in their morgue? These are, these are donated bodies. Pay attention to you what's know, happening. Because, I mean, when, I, when we did anatomy in, years ago when I was in college, you got a donated body. But you got it after the medical school students got it. You know, so, I mean, it was already been pieced back together. But still... It, it it they you had a sign every time you got to lab you had a sign in right. you had a sign out so they knew who was touching this body did they not have any protocol at Harvard that's why you heard in that statement that we played to open up the segment Harvard's like we're horrified this would happen on our campus we'll pay attention to it and look who you hired 
You hired the devil. Oh yeah. To to to, to lock the doors at the morgue. And you're paying eighty grand to send your kid to school there. That's what I think about. And this guy's walking around your campus. I if this man was approaching me in broad daylight on Worth Avenue in Palm Beach, I'd run the other way. <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong. I don't think He's he comes horrifying. out during the day. I'm oh telling my gosh. you, you guys, I, I, I am going to put this on the morning yeah, show. You have to. You yeah. have to. I mean, so just bad. so you can see this guy. You it's, have to. It's, it's Plus, just the story horrible. itself is disturbing. Oh, my gosh. Now, again, this is from the uh, Boston. They rounded up like six people yesterday, including another lady walking out in you know handcuffs. Here, here you go. Here's a description from whatever CBS station is up there and what they were actually doing. According to court documents, McLean was allegedly allowed in the morgue by an employee and was allowed to choose human remains to buy, including two dissected faces for just $600. She also allegedly sold and shipped human skin to be turned into leather to a man in Pennsylvania multiple times. What? Oh my God! What? <laughs> That's, what's his name? From the Silence of the Lambs. Uh, what was this? What was Buffalo the, Bill. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. Oh, Lord. He was making a body shoot it out put, of the skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, it, it, did you hear the description, too? So she allowed, what? so this, the creeper, Nesferatu, gets, it, opens up the door, and for the the low, low price of 600 bucks, it's like a body part mall you could choose. Wow. I, wow. I, I'm stunned with this. <laughs> Now, I got a text from our, our new body part correspondent. Yes. Who just happens to be Kristen. Yes. Of oh, course, yes. if you're new to the show, that's my wife. Yes. She says there's a movie on Hulu that's called, where was it? It's called Fresh. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, this, this isn't, no. It's not about fresh, fresh. bodies. Well, it's, <laughs> oh, my God. I, swear, I guess Sebastian Stan is in. He's the guy who played uh, the Winter Soldier. But it's about stuff like this where, like, harvesting, harvesting body parts, selling them and everything. Oh. And they, for, like, for meat. It's not, that's, that's what the movie's about. Hopefully that's for not meat? what was happening here. Well, what? No, why I think he was making a suit like Buffalo Bill. So, I mean, he had the suits and the faces? Come on now. Shout out to our new body parts correspondent, Kristen. <laughs> Good research, Kristen. Thank you. Jeez. Where's the body farm? There's that one place that, oh, that's no. about the body farm. What? Yeah, this, is, this might be the most disturbing but fascinating story we've ever had. It is. It's a mix of like, oh my gosh, this is horrific, and wait, what else is going on? This is happening at Harvard. That's it. Well, it makes you wonder. There was University of Arkansas was also involved. Oh, it's a massive so, bust. It was a whole FBI operation. So it's it's they got another creeper somewhere else in some other morgue in well, some other college. Right. So that's the thing. If this is happening between Arkansas and Harvard, where else is this happening? Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. just that. Right. What are the non-legitimate uh, uh, morgues doing? Jeez. Wow. Oh my God. This is something else, man. It really is. Never quite uh, heard anything. I don't so, know. So enjoy <laughs> breakfast, everyone. Jeez. Now there's there's this place called the, they call it the Body Farm. It's some place in New York. Somebody will tell me what it is. The Body Farm. Yeah, it was a, Patricia Cornwell wrote a book about it, but it's where they sell they send like somewhere in, like if you're an unidentified dead person in New York, that's where they send you <laughs> to the Body Farm to the, to, for the morgue to you. Well, they. Put you in the ground there, and in the, or they hold you until the they box. figure out if somebody can, you know, come and claim you. The body farm. So they you sure they are the body farm? You sure that's not a strip joint? Well, <laughs> oh, that's the body shop. I'm Just depends you, where you there are. Was, there's been many books, but it was it was. I, I always thought it was based on a, a true place. I don't know. Maybe Holy I'm wrong. cow! That's it's it's kind of creepy. That's really creepy. Well, now. We'll okay. try to find anything we can find to lighten that one up next. <laughs> Good morning. <Jeez>. Hey. <laughs> God. How about, it's a developing story. Wow. That's how, horrible. How about Demi Lovato going unwoke, maybe? 
she's we have a celebrity done with the pronouns thing. Really? I think there's pushback now. It's it's there's I there's, like a, this. there's woke fatigue. Well, you can't. Well, and that's about what she said. She got tired. Right. <laughs> can't blame her. And uh, Powerball getting big. Mega Millions too. We got that too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Believe it or not, you heard Jennifer Correa say right there in the forecast, heat advisory up to 110 today. It's hot. Yeah, that means uh, if you're outside, uh, try to at least take a break inside with air conditioning. If you can, get out of the heat, get out of the direct sun, and drink lots of water, and try to get to AC. Wow. It, it gets to I walk outside. I walk from my house to, like, the pool, which is maybe 10 feet away, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm dripping. I'm like, what is going on? It's just so darn hot. Even listen to me complaining about the heat. No, it's all right. Listen, it's, it's hot. It, it's it's absurd. So until the sun goes down tonight, there's the heat advisory. So be careful. We do. I, you know, what's the matter? It's over typical there? for this time of the year. But we do have a lot of listeners who work outside and on roofs oh, and landscaping. Goodness. So just be careful. Yeah, hydrate, baby. I had a, a funny experience yesterday, guys. Yes, Diener. What you went outside? Well. Kind of. <laughs> I, I tried to avoid it if I could. Well, you don't mow the lawn anymore, so what's the problem? That's right. Yeah, I know. That now. lasted a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to mow my lawn. Well, that's enough of that. He does it twice, and he says, I can't do this now, anymore. Now he's like, I love HOAs. <laughs> done and done. No, I was leaving the building yesterday. One of our coworkers who kind of just like moved into the area. I overheard her conversation on the phone. She's like, it's just so hot down here in the summer. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Already, you do start to hear that though. It's yeah. like you know, we had a as we know, we talked about it. A ton of people from the Northeast, even the Midwest, moving to South Florida over like Christmas time. Now it's hitting them. Yep. Now let's see how tough you are. And we had a cold Christmas, so they they got tricked. They're like, oh, all right, it's it's actually pretty nice here in, <laughs> right. in South Florida. Right. No, no, not anymore, folks. To I'm, be I'm fair, yeah. if I moved up north somewhere or you know into the mountain area and I hit winter, I'd be I'd be that girl on the phone saying it's so cold. <laughs> What you are we know, doing here? My, my neighbors went to, uh, I think they went to Tennessee. I forget where they went for Christmas. And they came back and they'd never skied and they'd never seen snow. And they were all excited. And I looked at them and I went, no, I am not going with you guys next year. And they couldn't understand it. I said, you have to live in it to appreciate it and why you don't like it. That's absolutely true. It I really agree. is. It's, it, I'm like Bill. I, I, I can visit the snow for a brief period of time in the cold. And then I'm, I'll come back here and complain about the heat. And there's our weather talk for the day. Yeah. But in the meantime, hey, remember you had called it, Jen. You said this whole Taylor Swift thing and the Ticketmaster and the, the pushback they got. By the way, I think that class action suit is still happening against Live Nation. Yes. It's going to result in something. Maybe it really is. Wow. Biden's going to announce today, apparently, that Ticketmaster and Live Nation have pledged to tell U.S. consumers the full price of concert tickets up front. Which sounds like they should do that anyway, but they haven't been. No, they haven't. They don't tell you about the fees that they charge. You know, they say, oh, the concert ticket is it's $150 for, you know, in this case, probably nosebleed tickets right. for Taylor Swift. I don't even know if they sell for 150 bucks. But then, you know, oh, you got to pay this fee and that fee. And, oh, don't forget about this excise tax. Next thing you know, you're paying an extra 75 bucks for a ticket. And you're like, what the heck? It's too much. It, it is. And it's, it's crazy. It's deceptive, too. So what's the connection with Biden? Well, his announcement is expected to include a pledge from Live Nation it's starting in September. All the tickets sold through Ticketmaster, because they own Ticketmaster, are going to be the clean total price. So most likely, Live Nation went to the administration. They said, wow. let's make it look like, you know, 
you're forcing us to do this, but it's an agreement. Let's get us out of this hot water. And it's it's, very it's well a PR be. move, but it's going to help the consumer, I think. Well, you know what? And Well, it, unfortunately, it might also stop you from buying a ticket once you realize, you know, because usually what happens is you're already committed. Right. You're, okay, I'm going to pay that 250 bucks for a ticket, and, and I'm going to buy it for, you know, me and the kids. And you go in, and next thing you know, you see all the surcharges, and you think, I already told the kids I bought them tickets. It's too now much. I, now I can't back out now, and I'm getting hit with an extra 150 bucks in fees. It, it gets pretty... Pricey, so it's nice to see. I hope I, it helps. I don't know. It, it, it seems every concert I've tried to go to, I can't afford the tickets. No, it's not. It's really crazy. And there's it's been like, a lot of great concerts lately. But it, there's a comedian coming to a, a, a local establishment. Tickets are like uh, now the cheap ones are three hundred and fifty bucks a piece. That's, like, that's crazy. crazy. Craziness. All right. In the meantime, is there a woke pushback? I think it's happening. I think there's really? woke, I think there's woke fatigue. The the pronouns, the like everything. Not just with regular people though. How about if it's starting with celebrities? Like Demi Lovato. Okay. Um, you know, celebrity. Yeah. Former, former Disney star, by the way, again, another one. She was one of the first wokesters to use pronouns. Remember the they them? Was one she of the, one, one of, the... of the first, actually. Was she really? Well, not anymore. Really? Uh she says she's back to calling herself she and her. It was just exhausting, she says, to have to educate people and explain why she was only using the non-binary pronouns. Even she's given up on it. Really? Yeah. So she wants to go back to being called her or she? Even though I compl- don't completely identify with it, or it also happens to be filling out forms like government documents. See, that's the cover-up. She's really She realizes, I don't think it, it got the mileage she wanted out of it. And a lot of them are realizing Hopefully, that. Hopefully, you know, you know, it's interesting because I... I when I was in the hospital, they make you fill out a form that yeah. says, you know, you know, what gender are you? And all it says is male or female. There's no other choice. And I actually looked at the woman that was doing the check-in and I said, how many people have refused to sign that or check off a box? And she goes, I've never had it happen. No. I said, what are you going to tell them when it, they do? And she goes, I'm going to tell them there's two. We need something. Male or female. Right. Pick one. When it comes down to the science. I said, okay. How about that? Isn't that interesting though? I was like, wow. Well, might be the That's, start of it. I don't know. You see this. You see this stuff with the Bud Light thing and the Target pushback, which, by the way, have only continued. I really thought Target would come out of it. Not it, yet. Their, their sales. There was. I heard a business report yesterday. Their sales are down like twenty six percent. I mean, for they're a, getting killed. A major retailer like that. It's big bucks. Wow. And look at you know. And yesterday it was more or less confirmed that I think you said you even had the story weeks ago. Modelo, the number one selling beer in the country yeah. or in the world now. Bud Light. Nowhere near it. I never, I never thought in my lifetime that would change, ever. ever. I, me and you both. I was it's a funny part about it. Uh, a friend of a friend came over the other day and was walked. I was carrying a six pack of Bud Light, and I just looked at him and I went, "Really? <laughs> Are you the only person drinking this beer?" Had no idea. I would imagine no idea yeah. what was going on. If you weren't too up he goes, on no, it was on sale. He goes, "It was like two for one." <laughs> that, <laughs> I started laughing. I said, "Do you know why?" And he goes, "No." You know, it's amazing. They were giving this stuff away. It's like, holy cow. Hey, we've got Rapid Fire coming up next. We'll update you. Everything going on in the world uh, and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Everything you need to know, some stuff you never wanted to know. We got it all here. Jen's got the first one. Well, I'm not talking about body parts being sold by oh, other Harvard people. No. I'm going local and I'm going happy. All right. Wellington. Lovely little Wellington, Florida. Not the so western little anymore. Suburb. Yeah, not so, not so little. Has ranked eight 
out of 50 of the best places to live for families by Fortune magazine. Way to go, Wellington. It's Fortune Well. It's a lifestyle magazine. It says this year's list comprises the city that uh, they say supports multi-generational families. Uh, They looked at five broad categories, education, resources, general wellness, financial health, and livability. 1,900 cities, towns, small areas looked at. I didn't like that. Wellington came in eighth. That's awesome. Number one, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Really? Which so happens to be where Harvard is and the body part sellers. And that's for families? Yeah. Cambridge, Mass. Yeah, like well, like you can afford to live there, but you can't afford it. It's it's basically run by socialists. Yeah. Wow. And the traffic is horrific. But that well. And you want to raise a family there? They call it the People's Republic of Cambridge. (laughs) Oh no. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Is that where your brother is? Came in second. But that I can see. Cambridge, Mass is number one. I swear to you. That's, that's insane. I, I just just telling you what the results we, are. We all saw we all saw the picture of the morgue manager in that story. Yeah, well that's bunch what, of those people walking around. Yeah, they'd be your partners and your oh neighbors. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. Wellington though. That's that's good. awesome. Good that's for them. Good news for my brother. That means his property goes up. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That means property values raising. Yeah. I bet you every real estate agent in the area is putting that in their listings. In the eighth best city in the that's country. Right. Top ten in the country yeah. wow. for small towns. Big this, deal. Not so much good news, but we knew it was coming. Marine veteran Daniel Penny now is officially indicted by a grand jury in connection to the <laughs> subway incident in New York. Charges being unsealed at a later date. He was initially arrested on manslaughter charges. Mm. The death of Jordan Neely, as we all know, Penny came out and he said this wasn't about race. He's trying to protect other passengers on the train. And other passengers have come out in his defense, and we hope they do through the trial. How do they make that? I mean, why Why is everything made to be about race? Because that's how the Democrats win. Like, God, stop it, would you please? Yep. Yeah, I think what you said earlier is, uh, I want to know what was in that guy's system as far as drugs. Uh, why hasn't anybody talked about the toxicology report, which I'm sure they do. They do with any victim, right? To find out what was in this guy's system, because every self-defense expert in the world will tell you, from what we saw of the chokehold and the recovery position he put him in, it wasn't 15 minutes, should not have died from that. There was something else happening there. Well, you know what, Bill? He was just an evil, mean, former Marine. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, so how they're trying to paint him. But you're not kidding. Well, guys, you're not going to believe this. What? What, what did we say yesterday that the theme of the show has been so far this week? Dead people churning up alive. Yep. I got another one. Oh, right. no, come on. <laughs> Somebody wasn't in a coffin again, you know, knocking on the side door. It's a trifecta. We got a third one for the week. Oh, come on. This is incredible. A man, but this is, there's a twist to this. This is, this might be. What, he died, came alive, and then died again? No. Oh. I don't know if this guy is maniacal or if I agree with him. This guy in, in Belgium faked his own death. <laughs> To teach his family a lesson. <laughs> what? <laughs> right before Father's Day. Listen, right, exactly. <laughs> Listen to how he did this. He this faked his own death. They're at the funeral. Okay, there's a whole crowd at his funeral. <laughs> he shows up in a helicopter. Come on. A helicopter lands in an open field, and he comes walking out like Jesus on the resurrection. No. I'm alive. That is awesome. <laughs> Oh my, what, How insane is what that? kind of lesson was he trying to teach his family? He says that he was a 45-year-old man, by the way, <laughs> named uh, David Bairton. He carried out this elaborate, they call it a prank, it wasn't really a prank, but he said he, he was trying to teach his family a lesson about the importance of staying in touch. <laughs> when I tell you to answer my text, damn it. This is, that's right. It may be the last Are one you hear from me. Are you kidding me? I'm going to do this, I think. <laughs> All right.
your father does this to my father did this to me. I don't think I'd ever talk to him again. It's wild. So, so I'm sure his family's kids will keep in touch with him now when, as they're going to therapy. Yes. I might have to put, we might have a trifecta on the blog today because this video is stunning. There's a crowd of people in an open field wherever they're doing, I don't know, there's a funeral in an open field in Belgium. Oh my God. And this helicopter lands and he comes out and his family comes running up to him and everybody starts hugging each other and crying. <laughs> they all thought he was dead. I love this. I mean, it's, it's demented, but I love it's it. It's unreal. I, that'll learn him. Oh my him. God. Yeah, well, I bet you they don't forget to uh, yeah. answer his text now or give him a call once a week or that, something. That'll teach those damn kids a lesson. That's right. Wow. Remember that time I almost died? Yeah. Well, remember that guy in Texas? He was worth a life. I forget he was worth like mega millions. <laughs> and he said his kids never came to see him when he was alive. So yep. to make sure that they came to see him when he was dead, he put up the ATM machine on his grave site. So when they wanted money, they'd have to go see him. That's fantastic. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was, I, that's crazy. It's pretty incredible. That's, I just, the scene of him coming on a helicopter is great. <laughs> well, see, I think Kevin Costner now, I think, okay, this is, are you on Team Costner or Team Baumgartner? That's his soon-to-be ex-wife. I'm on Team whoever's against Costner. Okay, Costner and his wife, Christine Baumgarten, they're getting a divorce. Uh, they have been married for 18 years. Uh, they've had three children together. Before they got married, she had to sign a prenup, which in, in agreement was, we ever get a divorce, you have to vacate any residence that I own in 30 days. And how long have they been married? 18 years. So this and is they after, have three kids. after he's already an established star. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. So anyway, yeah, long after Yellowstone, long after any of the other stuff he ever did, right? Uh she is refusing to leave their $145 million California estate with the three kids. Squatter. She's squatting and she says, no, you know what? I grew up here. The kids grew up here. I was here with the kids. We're staying. And now she won't leave. So now he's, he's stuck. He's got to throw her out. And he's trying to say she broke the agreement. Get the hell out. However, she was the one. Didn't she leave him? I'm I pretty I sure. I can't remember. I don't know. But he, he was going through the divorce, and then he screwed up the Yellowstone show because everybody said he was a jerk. Uh, he's not. From what I, from anything you read, he's not well-liked in Hollywood. I think, I'm, I think I'm just biased against him, though. I have never mm. turned on a celebrity so fast. It was when I saw him in that Liz Warren shirt. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people turned on him. And then it, the ratings for Yellowstone went down dramatically after that. And a lot of he was like, Did I don't they care. really? Yeah, he was like, wow. I don't care how it affects the show. I'll wear whatever I want to wear. Yeah, he's a jerk. So I'm mm. on her side. Me After too. 18 years, keep the house, babe. Well, this is good news, actually. Veterans suffering from PTSD, and we're learning more and more about that as we go. Now they have access to experimental drug treatment under legislation promoted by Congressman Dan Crenshaw, who himself is a veteran, right? Wow, okay. So he um, was a Navy SEAL in Afghanistan. He understands the issue pretty well. It's research supporting into MDNA, MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy, right? We know that. Right. And also mushrooms. Now, psychedelics get a terrible, terrible reputation because of, like, the hippie generation and the abuse and all this right. other stuff, right? But don't they use them, like, with schizophrenia they, patients? It, they have some great, great uses for people that actually have depression, anxiety, PTSD. Wow. I think it's great to see that people are actually putting some funding towards this. Holy cow. There's, there's com very compelling evidence it can help people with that. That's, you know what, that's pretty cool if it works. Yep. You know, good for them. For that's the proper use, yeah. it's great. And I mean, that's a major thing if you can get away from the pharmaceuticals. Oh, absolutely. And go natural. So now watch how soon before we start to see this thing disparaged by the big money in the pharmaceuticals. Right. Big pharma. Oh, right. yeah. 
They'll be having mushroom farms in their backyard. Yeah. I know. God forbid you do something natural that takes money away from, no. you know, the pharmaceuticals. They fought they fought pot for the longest time yeah. until they started to buy into it. So I got a feel-good story, guys. All right. I mean, I mean, it's not about guys faking their death to show their families how wonderful they <laughs> no, are. No, not that. It's about Shaq. I love Shaquille. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, right? Him? Yeah, that's oh, it. That's Shaq. Okay. Yeah. Papa, he's the new Papa John. That's right. I can't believe I bought a pizza company. <laughs> it's going well for him, too. He went over to Home Depot. He thought, you know what? Two birds, one stone. He just did like a little music video for one of his new rap songs. And at the same he time... He sings? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's done like a bunch of rap albums and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. At the same time, he decided to go ahead and buy a new washer and dryer for a family that he just randomly went up to. He, he, he does this sometimes. Remember that story when he was at a jewelry store? And he, I, I want to run into him in a jewelry store. Remember then? that? He paid off the ring, right? Yeah, he yeah, came across a guy. And he was saying that this guy was you know, trying to buy a uh, an engagement ring, and he heard him he was going to put it on layaway and come back and you know do everything as far as uh, you know pay it off and installments. And Shaq was there and overheard it, and he's like, I'll, I'll pay it for you. Aww. So That's awesome. He does this stuff sometimes, and he's at a Home Depot. He saw these people trying to buy a washer and dryer. He's like, yeah, I'll buy it for you. Uh, you nice know guy. What? Please run into the Rolls Royce dealership where I'm just happened to be looking at a car. Yeah, and right. Have Shaq walk in on you. Exactly. I, He's I, like Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry does that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's too. cool. Only you know? he pays like everybody's bill, like at Walmart. Right. You know, it's it's that's it's something that the common person likes because it's not this you know typical multi multi millionaire right. who's showing off all their cars in their giant house. Like you're going out and you're like, yeah, I'll buy something for you. You're helping regular people. You know, it's cool, cool because yeah. it didn't come from his publicist. Somebody who was there saw him doing it. That's how the story got out. Exactly. You know, yeah. which means he probably does a lot of this kind of stuff and you never hear about it. I think so. He's pretty good like that. And Tyler Perry is the same way, but it's always somebody else that tells you he did it. Right. right. And it's after the fact. Like, he'll go in and or you send somebody in to pay off all the bills on layaway in a Walmart store, and it's, you know, millions of dollars. Well, you got to love Shaq. I've, cool. I've always liked him. I know. He's awesome. All right. We've got uh, cool. First Floor Dope to talk about coming up next. This, uh, this man, I was going to call him a kid, somebody refused to drive him to... Uh, a retail store. So what did he do? Throw a knife at him. Yeah, nice guy. You know, it's, that's the that's the common uh, normal that's a reaction. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. It's a common logical thing, right? We've got mm-hmm. that. The latest on that Daniel Perry case and Mega Millions and Powerball way up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either, but it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. Hey, here's another thing that happened last night. Boy, if they could fight like this in Congress, 
They'd be really doing something for the country, huh? It, you know what? It, 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 where's the mercy roll take place? Oh, no mercy. There, there was no mercy in this game. The Republicans trounced the Democrats 16 to 6. They have the better Congress. athletes. I mean, come on. It's Well, come on. 16, it, it's all for charity. But usually somewhere along the line, you say, okay, let's send in. Maybe they'd say, let's send in all the women to play and go play out in the outfield. No offense against women. I played softball, I know. But, I mean, still. Uh, most of the people I know that are girls don't play softball or baseball really well. So well, I can tell you, not like I watched this thing. I don't need, does, does anybody even show it? But I saw some highlights this morning. That Kat Kamek, yeah, Florida Congresswoman, yeah. she can hit. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and then we had another Florida uh, representative, uh, Byron Donald from Southwest Florida. I we saw, had a lot. Stupid too. I saw that guy trucking around third. I wouldn't get in his way. No, he's a big guy. Woo! And then what's his name? Stuby? What's the guy that fell off the the one that fell off the ladder? Greg Stuby. He he played. Yeah, I think it was like all of Florida was represented. So uh, it it always works well when you get a lefty too. I didn't know if how many lefties <laughs> they had because you know you get up to bat and the whole the whole infield goes. Oh my God! What do we do? There's somebody hitting the wrong way. So they move everybody to the right side of the field. Unbelievable. But they they trounced him. There was no mercy. They probably do you think they 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 trash talk too? Oh, I hope so. I think so. I they're don't prob- know. They're probably mic'd up though. They can't say too many bad things. I guess. No. Heck knows. But you're right. The Republicans should fight like that all the time. Uh, another different kind of swamp. Let's go to Manhattan jurisdiction. We know this is coming. It's just still kind of a bummer. Daniel Penny has been officially indicted. He released that video over the weekend where he said this. Hold on, let me start over. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers. I knew I had to act, and I acted in a way that would protect the other passengers, protect myself, and protect Mr. Neely. And the other passengers are saying the same thing with a consistent story, but he's been indicted. Well, you know, somebody had to listen to the other side. The question is, you know, what did they... You're not in the courtroom, or in this case, you're not in with the grand jury. You don't know what evidence is presented. Again, did they have anybody come forward that was a witness on this subway that says what, you know, this guy's saying? Or are they taking the other guy's side? It it seems to be the witnesses that we have heard from that take the Marine side, the former Marine side. They say he was justified in what he did because the other guy was threatening people. But were they at the grand jury hearing? I don't know. That's the thing. Are they going to be able to... Help out Daniel Penny's case here. But you would hope. It's coming. I love the way it automatically became a, 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 a racial issue, though. Oh, automatically. Oh, I did this oh. because he was a, he was an African-American guy. No. That's what they jumped on right it's away. It's like, come on. Okay, so let, let me ask you this. My question is, as a defense attorney would have been to these people, or this grand jury, so if it was a white guy, you're saying he wouldn't have done anything? Even though he was still threatening people, mm-hmm. he would have just let him go on? So okay, I'm sure his no. defense attorney, that's why he had him make that statement over the weekend. He said, I didn't see a black guy. I saw a guy threatening, literally in the face, saying, I'm going to kill people on this train. Right. And he put him in a chokehold to stop. And by the way, the other lie th- that we all heard about, 15 minutes he was in the choke. No, he wasn't. Yeah, what's his name? Neely said it was far less time than that. It wasn't even like three. Yeah, Penny Neely said died. It. Sorry. And he and two, this is what a lot of people didn't see either. He and two other passengers together. The three of them helped put him in the recovery position on his side. Mm. There's so much of this is a lie. So the question would be, how did he get indicted? Then, so they they're going to say there's a you know the grand jury indicted him again. It's New York. I never. 
That's why he got indicted. And yeah, and, and, and I'm sorry if you're from New York and you, you've recently moved here or you're a snowbird and you go back and forth. I don't think anybody that's somewhat Republican would stand a chance at getting a fair trial in New York. Probably not. a horrible not. thing to say. But Probably I, not. It's how I think. Nope. No, I, and well, I think it's the way a lot of people think. Well, you got Al, Alvin Bragg, your district attorney there. That guy, that attorney general, he, he's let people who they have videos of him of people attacking women, trying to kill other people, he says, okay, bad boy, slap on the hand, no bail, we'll see you in a couple of months at court. And he lets them walk out. Well, the system there, is des- because of him, is designed to protect bad people. It's, it's that simple. It's terrible. I know. Terrible, terrible. And good news, Powerball's up again, I guess. But uh, this went way up in like 24 hours. 366 and then uh, Mega Millions for this week as well as 281. Okay. So good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. Go buy a ticket. Maybe, you know what, they make a great Father's Day gift to give somebody. Give them a ticket. What'd you get me for Father's Day? $300 million. Can you imagine? Here you go. Here's your ticket, Dad. <laughs> you're going you're to pretend you're dead like that guy in Belgium did or whatever, wherever yeah. it was. All right, coming up next. Has it been time enough? Can we talk about the Harvard morgue story? Oh, God, it's so... De- <laughs> it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. It's unbelievable. It is. It's- a, a body parts theft ring was exposed, and it all, it'll all center around the Harvard morgue. And it's all about Buffalo Bill. Oh, God. Eat your breakfast sandwich now because it's going to get nasty. <laughs> coming up next, oh, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Real quick here, by the sounds of it, what Jennifer Correa was telling us, Jen, this uh, southeast heat wave is affecting us more than even other states because it's it's pretty serious. Yeah, for the National Weather Service to put out a heat advisory, which means it's going to feel like it's 110 degrees outside, uh, warning people if you work outside, make sure you stay high inside if you possibly can you know intervals so you can cool off uh, i always think of people who work in the construction business who oh, yeah. put up roofs oh. and who tar roads because you're around and- oh you're around heat though jeez you know who i think of you you always right. have the, basically every day jen will go home chill out for a little bit have lunch and then do work out in the barn in like you know well, thousand degree weather. Yeah, but it's fun, and it's I, I stop. You know, I'll go and sit underneath the fan, or I'll jump in the pool and then go back out. But I, it it gets hot, but it's it's got to get done. You know, so nothing put, to it, not but to do it. I put the sprinkler on in the corral, and I ride the tractor around it, so I get spritzed every now and then. So I, I work, work sprinkler in the corral. Yeah, yeah, I do that in West Pointon too. My <laughs> HOA loves it. <laughs> yeah, you just jump in your pool right. or go swim with the alligator in the pond in your backyard. All right, you ready? Is it, has it been time? Have we softened the blow enough? Are you ready for the most horrifying yet fascinating story we've ever had? This, You know what? This is like Silence of the Lambs comes to fruition. It is. Kind of, sort of. The manager of the morgue at Harvard Medical School. Oh, my God. Well, is under federal indictment. Why? Allegedly selling stolen body parts. It was like a mall. Okay, they said, and, and it was funny because I had not seen a picture of this guy that worked at the morgue the director of the morgue at Harvard. Um, and if, if you don't know what happens at a university, in most cases, they're donated bodies. And they go to the medical yeah. school. And they usually start with the medical school students. Like when I took an anatomy class at Ohio State, we got it 
like the body had been used by the medical students, by the neurosurgeons. I mean, everybody else had already gotten the body. And from what you said, nothing goes to waste because no. it's for medical research, right? Right. And and they they by the time we get the body, it's already dissected, and you just have to pull things apart. It's 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 kind of gross, but it, it works Jesus. out anyway. Um, when you're a low low hey, student, what do you want to do with this? We, they, and and they don't have any heads, by the way. But that's oh, besides God. the point. But so that's not but, even the worst part. Wait till you get to the story. Yeah, but these are don these are donated bodies. So I mean, people who go to Harvard, maybe they say, "When I die, I want my body to go to science research, donated to Harvard." These people are selling off the body parts of these people. Okay, so there was a there was a, a big FBI ring, and by the way, you know when they have these stings and they tell you what the name of the operation was? I gotta hear this one. They haven't said it yet. <laughs> operation Stolen Head. No, it's probably Operation Buffalo Bill, like that guy in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wait a minute. You mean this guy? It rubs the lotion on its skin, or oh. else it gets the hose again. Oh no. Um, here's how it happened. So according to the indictment, a guy named Cedric Lodge. Stole parts of dissected cadavers and took them to his home in Goffstown, New Hampshire, from the Harvard lab. But there was a guy, oh my God. and then he sold it to other people. That, like six people got arrested, and they're all going to be indicted and all this stuff. But what? He, this is horrifying enough. But then the guy that was the lab manager, you read the story and you're like, well, I could see, understand, he was taking money on the side, whatever. Maybe he was not ill intent maybe just need to no he looks like the devil he does he has horns in everything he looks like nesferatu from the old horror movie <laughs> he has half of his face is tattooed and then in his head which is bald he had like metal implants put in to look like horns and he he's the mall he's the morgue manager oh my god can you imagine if and, you walked in there and then this guy so uh, this in new hampshire sold the parts the body parts online we don't usually play the news story because they're kind of boring, but it's the best description of exactly what happened. Here's the report. According to court documents, McLean was allegedly allowed in the morgue by an employee and was allowed to choose human remains to buy, including two dissected faces for just $600. Oh. She also allegedly sold and shipped human skin to be turned into leather to a man in Pennsylvania multiple times. Oh, my God. So that's another one. It's not the guy in New Hampshire. This is another one. So the morgue manager, Nesferatu, Allowed people for a $600 entry fee, shows it around like a mall, a mall of body parts and says, hey, take what you want. His wife apparently was the, the planner for the online body part sales. So his wife was, this guy had a wife. What does she look like? I, I don't know. The guy I, in New Hampshire? No, the guy, the creepy guy that looked like the devil there. Oh, I don't, I don't he know. He had a wife because she was the one who took the body parts when he took them home. Oh, she I don't was know. the one who put them online. So where does one go? Is there like a dark web and you search for body parts? And I, th I think there's the dark web and then the very dark web. How do you get there? But I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You don't come out. It's, but, it's unreal. They think there are more people that they're going to track down. And it wasn't just Harvard. There was another university involved. A university, Arkansas, was involved. A guy there was buying the bo body parts from Harvard. <laughs> so was he reselling them or was he keeping them for himself? I, I don't even want to know. Okay, I want to know what's wrong with Harvard. And I'm sorry if, if you went to Harvard or your kids are going to Harvard. And again, I hate to bring back personal experiences. But when I went to Ohio State and we got the body, when you walked into anatomy class, you had a sign that you had that body. They got to be accounted for. Oh, and then you had a sign when you left the lab. So they knew that, you know, whoever messed with the body you have a documentation of it. Now I would assume it would be a fingerprint or you know, you just kind of like clock in somewhere, you log in. But don't they keep records? Who's looking at these bodies? 
Didn't we just have that story that Harvard, I mean, Cambridge was the number one town to raise a family? Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) A lot of the people walking around like Harvard Square look like this devil dude who was running the morgue. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a great place. It's awesome. And and you know what? If you can handle it, because it's jarring. I had not seen him. I knew all about the story, and then Bill comes in and he said, well, didn't you see the guy? And I'm like, no, I didn't see him. And I went, oh, my God. He made me get the heebie-jeebies. But it's, I do believe it was it made our, our webpage, did it not? Yes, it's on our blog. I mean, it has to. It's, it's, I warn you, though, this guy is the creepiest guy you'll ever see in your life. It don't, really is. Don't look at the story before lunch because you're not going to want lunch. You know what he reminded me of? Like somebody you'd see on American Horror Story. Right. It's, he's that kind of character. Similar. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, maybe if had he not been, you know, arrested and going to be, you know, put in prison, he could have made an appearance there. <laughs> God, it's, that is one creepy story. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to know the guy that bought it for the leather. What was he using it for? Uh, and, the, and the faces? That's like Buffalo Bill stuff. Even scarier than money. the morgue manager and these people arrested are the buyers. Where do they, where do they round them up? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jeez, just think if they turn out to be like one of your neighbors. Oh, dear. In lighter news. Please. I don't know what's lighter. I don't know how you can lighten that up, but we got that Bill Murray story. Did you see that? Yeah, who is this girl? So we had this on Friday, and there was a rumor that Bill Murray, let's face it, is up there now. He's 70 what? 78? Easy. Yeah, he's easily up there. Is he? No, he's 72. 72, I'm sorry. There was a rumor that he was dating. I think this singer's name is Khalees. Is that correct, Diener? Uh, Oh, I thought it was Kellis. <laughs> okay. I did too. Shows you what I know. Okay, she, she's famous uh, for this milkshake song. Do you remember this? My all the oh my God! Remember no. that? Yes. Remember that? Remember that was brought to us? Well, she's forty-three now. Oh my God! Dating seventy-three-year-old Bill Murray, and she says, "I've never been happier." Bill Murray? Is she pretty? <laughs> I don't even know what she looks like. Bill I... Murray thinks so. Wow, because he's tough. But she's she's uh, she's acknowledging it. But he had written online on social media, everybody's dumb and will believe everything. But it turns out to be true, apparently. Well, Good for you him. know what? If they're happy, no, you know, no harm, no foul. So it's their life. I'm just trying to lighten up the stolen faces story. <laughs> it's all I'm trying to do. Hey, we've got you know the Costner thing is getting ugly with his divorce. How about what's going on with the Elvis estate, though? Boy, I did you know? Did you know that Lisa Marie had such problems with her mother? That, I knew that they made wow. What's her name? Riley Riley Keough. Yeah, the executor, which is a lot of pressure on a young actress, right? She has to deal with all of those millions. Yeah, boy, but there she, is. They hate Priscilla, apparently. Boy, do they ever! And Priscilla's been in charge. I mean, as far as I always knew, she was always in charge of the estate. Unbelievable. Holy, it got ugly though. And we've got our Florida. We still need to get to this kid uh, threw a knife at somebody. Why? Wouldn't give him a ride to GameStop. What is wrong with this kid? What a winner. It's coming up next. <laughs> the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Yeah, remember we had that survey before because we were talking about lotteries, but they asked like a thousand Americans, yeah, how much would you need to feel rich? Okay. It used to be like, what, a million I, it bucks? It used to be a million, but I remember if you had a million bucks, you're all set. Most now pe- it's nothing. It's chump change. Most people say 2.2 million now to consider themselves rich. Oh, so you have to be just over 2 million. Yeah, two point. You need that extra 200,000, so you, you know. Need, you need to have like that kind of money like in in the bank or like in assets total. All together but mostly bank cash money. Available liquid money. Well. So now, imagine <laughs> if you were dealing with an estate the size of this guy's. Love me tender. 
Why does this happen so often? Where it gets so nasty when the obviously the celebrity and the breadwinner dies. You saw it with Prince. The Elvis thing apparently has been going on a lot longer than we thought. Well, you know what? It's obvious that he left everything to his daughter, Lisa Marie, when she was a baby, probably. So they realized that Priscilla, his wife, who's been in charge of the Presley estate, I thought she got everything. Wasn't the case. It was probably when Lisa Marie turned 18 or 21, she took control. She left everything to her daughter, Riley Keough, who's what? She's what, 21 years old, this kid? 21 years old. She's got a new acting career. She's been in a couple of big, big things, apparently. But you imagine the pressure of being named because they hate Priscilla so much. She's right. named the executor to figure out where all the money goes, and it's probably going to divide that family forever, which is sad. Well, she just paid off Priscilla. Get, oh. that, get, a, get the hell out, Granny. You're not wanted anymore. million bucks. And paid her, her a settlement fee with her attorneys, $400,000. So after being married to what Elvis shame. and running the Elvis estate for all these years, you just disowned your grandmother. Here you go, Grandma. Get the hell out. We don't want you anymore. Here's your million bucks. Go away. Sad thing. Isn't that sad? It is. Because, it is. I, I mean, you look at anything, just think anything that has anything to do with Elvis over the past, I don't know, 50 years. It was always Priscilla Presley. It, it was always her. It was, and I just assumed when he died, she got you know she became executor of the estate. Not the case. He left everything to his daughter, who apparently didn't like her mother because she left everything to her kid. Ooh, wouldn't you hate that? And you're ah, talking it's about terrible. every once in a while we have those stories about the uh, posthumous celebrities still the estates still making money. The Elvis estate still is always like top three. Yeah, it's so way there's up a there. ton of money they're talking about. Yeah, so I mean, this kid's in charge. I'm sure there's a bank of, you know, there's probably a board of directors now and things like that that she has to answer to. But you're right, at 21 years old, you know, granted, you, you, you grew up with that name, you mm-hmm. grew up in that family, but how much time did you really spend at Graceland? And how much time did you actually deal with, you know, your grandfather's stuff? Yeah, good point. You know, right. He wasn't even alive when you were born. So. How disconnected were they? Right. And so this poor girl, you know, everyone says, oh, poor, you know, Riley Kilo. You got to feel sorry for her because that really is quite the financial burden to bear. Wow. And then, of course, everybody wants your money. So it's interesting, though. In other news, well, this is official. After this. Love ya. Got a new top selling beer brand. In the country. But it's not know, Bud Light anymore. Yeah, but you called this weeks ago, and now it's official. I guess Modelo? 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 Is that, is, is that how you say it? I never had a Modelo. I, I see of, it everywhere, though. Either have I. So we decided to go do some little research. Here's the thing. Because somebody said, who owns Modelo? Mm-hmm. Who owns, okay, who bought Budweiser, Bill? What's the name of the company? Yeah, it's InBev. InBev. Who owns Modelo? Depends on where you're talking. If it's out of the United States, it is owned by a company called Constellation Brands. Uh-huh. Anheuser-Busch InBev owns Modelo in the United States. That's why it's confusing. Okay, that makes sense now. Because so I keep hearing winning. back in the past week, I've heard people say, no, it's not. It's still They're still making money off it. No, it's a different brand. Wow. Okay. My mistake. They Anheuser-Busch InBev owns it outside of the United States. Inside the United States is Constellation. So here it's distributed. By, okay, yeah. I got you. So, so it's a different one. It's a different one. But still, if it's the number one brand, InBev is still winning. They still have the number one beer in the world. It's still a statement. It's still, you know, and and I bet you they don't want anybody to know that they own Modelo. I had no idea. Bud Light sales have continued to tank since April. I mean, that's the God's honest truth. Now it's just, it took like a couple of weeks, but even like the mainstream outlets, the media outlets had to report it that way. It's a tank. Just is. Well, yeah. And I don't think they'll ever come back. 
Who is it? Who's the country singer that just caught all kinds of grief? Garth. Oh, Garth, because he has that bar, right, in, mm-hmm. in Nashville. And he said everybody should have the right to pick their own bureau. And he left it in, right? Yeah. Is he that said, what I'm going to sell it. That's fine. But then he, he also came back and said he had to return like hundreds and hundreds of cases and a bunch of kegs and everything else. But so then he got he got backlash. He should have just said nothing. I don't know why. Yeah, why did he why say something? Had, why, just don't say anything. Because now he's back. Now he's backpedaling, which now makes him look even worse. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is people are voting with the dollars now. This was a pushback yeah. like I've never seen. Yeah, it's, which it's, will lead to others like Target. Yeah, you're not well. Target's still losing money over what they did. Amazing. Their CEO still there though. I'm shocked. Been a while since we had one of these, but we got one. The two Ford actually. Dope of the day. Hey man! No, you are so dumb. Now what's what's the logical course of action when somebody refuses to drive you to GameStop? <laughs> you throw a knife at him, right? I got a feeling this kid had other issues. I'm just saying. Oh, he's he's got a lot of issues. Hey, come on. We're, Who does this? <laughs> we're, we're going to Palm Coast for this one. Wow. Uh, this guy is uh, was threatening to throw a knife at two people who refused to give him a ride to GameStop. Here's the moment the police caught up with James Colasani and they arrested him. Which, every time I hear one of these, it makes me think of how tough a job these cops have. Oh, How'd gosh. you like to deal with this every no. single day? Sheriff's office, put your phone down and come out. Throw that knife in your pocket on the ground. Put the knife in your pocket on the ground. Don't touch whatever's in your pocket. Oh, wow. Well, apparently, when they said no, when he asked for, I guess it was a neighbor, he asked him to give him a ride. He's 19 years old, by the way. He went in his house, went in his bedroom, and came out with two knives. When that didn't work, he went back in the house and got a bigger butcher knife out of the kitchen. <laughs> like, okay. So he got, the, got out the big guns. <laughs> and, that's, and then when the cop showed up, he took off carrying the bigger knife. Hence why the cop was saying, drop the knife and drop whatever knife is in your pocket. Because this kid, at that point, had three knives on him. I think we found another great Florida sheriff. This guy, uh, Sheriff Rick Staley, uh, says it doesn't get any more pathetic than this. He ruined his future over video games. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Deputy DeGrate, you know, he gave him all kinds of things. He comes out and says, this is another reason why having a school resource deputy on campus, even during summer school, is so important. Oh, that's because he hid mm-hmm. in a, a trailer or something at the school grounds, and summer school was in session. Yep, and, that's, and it was the resource officer, really, that got him. And the sheriff wraps up the statement by saying this, if you can't control your anger or get some help, you're going to wind up at the Green Roof Inn, which is what <laughs> they call their jail there. <laughs> Pretty good. I like that. Wow. It's like the gun club, what does he call it? The gun club Marriott? I forget what the sheriff calls it. Something like that. (laughs) All right, we get rapid fire. Coming up next, a lot to cover. We'll cover all of it, too. Just past the bottom of the hour, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We'll update you. We'll go through this stuff so you don't have to. We'll give you the shorter version. Jen, what's up? Oh, this really bothers me, and this is why Alec Baldwin is going to walk away scot-free from Uh-oh. that shooting on the film Rust. More? Hannah Gutierrez, Gutierrez Reed, is that how you say her name? Close I, enough. She, she was the set armorer. They have all kinds of witnesses now coming forward to testify for the prosecution saying that she was a wild, out-of-control party animal. Seriously? Yes. Character assassination even after this? They say, according to the prosecution in the case, she was probably hungover when the live bullet was placed inside the gun that Alec Baldwin held. Santa Fe District Attorney claims fresh documents 
it had just received from TMZ, by the way, show that witnesses testified that Hannah was drinking heavily and smoking pot in the evening during the shooting of Rust. For the prosecutors to claim she put a live round into the gun that she knew was going to be used at some point by the actor while filming a shooting scene. Wow. Well, uh, there's a possibility all of that's true. Could be. Is she the one to make sure there's no live rounds anywhere on the set? Yes, she's, you know, you go and watch a movie like Red, you know, or go watch any Quentin Tarantino film. They shoot millions of bullets (laughs) and no one gets shot. I mean, come on. This is an old gun and she happens to put a live bullet in? I mean, come on. So so she's going to be the fall girl. Whether or not she is to blame, I don't know. Maybe she had a thing against... Alec Baldwin is trying to frame him. Who the hell knows? But I guess they had. Then they come out pretty quickly with a statement that they were doing target practice. You know, in the open area of right, New Mexico, in the back. Yeah, in the back. That should and people right away said in the industry that should never happen. Yeah, they it should never was, even be any near anywhere near a set. Yeah, it's kind of willy washy. I guess is what it was on the set. So. But who's the producer? Oh, it was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he hired uh-huh. her. So I mean, he ultimately does. You know, the blame lie with him. Are you kidding me? He's going to walk away scot-free. I oh. don't like that man at all. I don't blame you there. Well, it's been about five minutes since we talked about Trump. It's been his week. <laughs> this thing's really hurting him, isn't it? Oh, that indictment. My God, yeah. He's he's like dying. Several polls, <laughs> several now this morning, have him doubling up his lead on DeSantis. Wow. And how about the money? Well, since he walked into the moment he walked into that courtroom in Miami to be arraigned, he is raised in small money donations, six and a half million dollars for his campaign. How do you like that? That's incredible. Six and a half million yeah. dollars in like twenty-four hours. And the important part, like ah. you said, Jen, is wow. it's small money. Yes. He's not, well, granted, made two million with that Bedminster speech, but, but those still. are the, those are the rich folks there. But when you when you gain that much money with small donations, that's middle America saying, I'm gonna support you however I can. Yep. With the, the exception yeah. of the guy that got arrested in the jail suit in Miami. Oh, that, what an idiot that guy is. Wait, it's going to get to the point where Mike Pence is like, hey, wait, I had docs too. Just can you indict me? I'm Go a big on. deal too, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. He came out last night and said he wouldn't pardon president, the former president if he were to win the presidency, which we know he's not. So, Which means he's he's just done. He, he's completely, he's no credibility whatsoever. I don't care. I don't care if you're a communist running for office, you should be against this. As far but as of I'm, course, they're the ones pushing it. Well, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Mike Pence was done on January 20th, 2021. So that's that's true too. That's, that's how I see it. You know who hasn't really said a whole bunch, and I haven't. You know, for somebody to be that quiet, DeSantis, he has been really quiet the past couple of days. Yep. Quiet since I, he did yeah. say he was the first to come out with a written statement denouncing this indictment. I give him credit sure, for right. that. But yeah, I mean, stone silent since. And and I bet you somebody's waiting to ask him if yeah. you would win if you were to win the presidency, would uh-huh. you pardon him? You know, the question is coming, and you know what it's coming. Yeah. Well, speaking of. Uh, you know, questions coming somebody's way. How about Garth Brooks? The Thunder Roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's, he kind of stepped in it, guys. Yeah, he did. And oh, now he's, he's got friends in low places, don't forget. He just shouldn't have said anything. So, I don't know. Did you talk about this on Monday when I wasn't here? I yeah, know. we were just okay. talking about it a little while ago, though. Okay. During the show? <laughs> did you miss, yeah, did you miss that part? It was during the show? Today? When did this happen? Uh, uh, 12 minutes ago. What? It's okay. You were sneezing. <laughs> Please forgive <Love> me. <laughs> I've had a major allergy attack all this morning. I don't you know did, what's you, going on. You must on. have sneezed 30 times in a row. Uh, we thought you were going to like suffocate over there because you couldn't breathe. We're going to donate you to medical science. Yeah, we're to Harvard. 
Come <laughs> on, nose spray and Zyrtec. I don't know what's happening. What time is it? Jen, just go your turn. No, no, no. <laughs> Good, because we didn't really get into all the details. Mention. It was a brief mention. It was a brief. It was attached to another story. Yeah, about how he stopped selling it and then he's going to sell it again. And but go ahead. Well, <laughs> he's backtracking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he owns a bar. He owns a famous yes. bar in Nash. What's it called? I don't know. Oh, Friends and low it's places. about to open it up. Yeah. Is that what it's called? It is, actually. Oh, it is it? Friends in Low Places? By oh, the way, okay. Nashville is so different now. Lauren and I were there a couple of years ago. They're all down Broadway now. All the little honky-tonks that were there that were privately run. They're all one of the major country stars. Really? Yeah, have all bought, they just bought, bought it up, and it's all... It's kind of eh, kind of crappy. Yeah. Is it really? I don't like that. Well, that's, that's kind of what it is. He's had you know his own honky-tonk bar. It's Friends in Low Places. And he basically said, even though you already talked about it, he said... You know, basically, uh, you're all, you know, bleep holes. If you don't like me selling this Bud Light, you can go somewhere else. And obviously, that's kind of the wrong crowd to say that to. And even if you're Garth Brooks, people can, you know, snap back at you. And he's getting a lot of blowback from, from the country crowd. And now he's stepping back saying, well, I'm just, you know, I just want love and tolerance. That's all. He also mentioned that he sent back... 150 cases of Bud Light and like 50 kegs because the beer went bad. Uh-huh. So. Hey, why did he have to say anything? I don't Just know. say nothing. Start sell what you want to sell. Who the hell cares? And do it. John Rich, who's also a uh, bar owner on the very same trip, near his place, I guess. He goes, good for him. He can sell whatever he wants, but I'm not. Yeah, whatever. It's, and that, but you, that, that's the perfect point I think to make is Fine. sell it. Why do you have to come out and be you know big tough guy about it? Oh, you're just bleep holes if you don't like it, then go somewhere else. Just yeah. sell it and right. don't say anything. Right, and that's what that's what hurt him. He tried to be a tough guy, and it, it looks even worse when you backtrack because then no one's happy with you. Right, and then look if you're asked about it, oh, do you, you know why are you selling Bud Light? You can just say, well, you know, it's just it's still a popular beer, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna sell it. You know, and just leave it at that. You'd be Mr. Tough Guy. And yep. Now he stepped in it. All right, well, I may step in it with this, but the only reason I'm bringing it up is if you know anybody in Denver or you're doing any business with anybody in Denver today, forget about it because the city will be shut down. They're going to celebrate the Nuggets today. Uh, the parade starts at 10 o'clock noon our time, and they are anticipating a million and a half people. Did Nikola Jokic make it, or did he I, say, I forget it, I'm going home to pet my horses? I, I don't know. I, I don't know the team, but I'm just thinking, okay, their parades today, and then... If you're going to go to Vegas this weekend, oh, that's the in, one I want to see. It's going to be craziness because Saturday night at seven o'clock, it's that's the, the Golden Knights parade. First, let me say, as a bitter fan of yes, both dear. teams who have lost to those teams, I hope both teams drop the trophy and it breaks. Wow. So first, I'll say <laughs> wow. that as All a bitter fan over there. That's you know, right. ever since you had that sneezing wow. attack. Jeez, that's right. But I was going to say, light you're drinking over there. <laughs> that's, yeah. I was going to say about uh, Jokic there. You know, it's just. Big Serbian guy, family guy, wants to go back to his horses on his ranch. He doesn't care about any of this. He lost his MVP trophy. Excuse me? Really? He doesn't know where it is. So he got the MVP trophy after the Nuggets won the title a couple nights ago. And he doesn't know where it is. Someone asked him, hey, where's the MVP trophy? He's like, I don't know. I gave it to my equipment manager. It was in his room. And now no one knows where it is. It's lost. Somebody stole it? This is like the Brady jersey scandal. Wow. Now I'm wondering, did the... I don't know why the equipment manager would do it, but if it was in his room, did he, does he have something to do with it? He, did he sell it to somebody? If he was the last one to hold it. Well, there's all kinds of security cameras at the arena, so you would right. hope 
They would know last hands who well, had isn't it. Isn't that how they caught the guy that stole Brady's jersey? It was yeah. face re- recognition, wasn't it? Facial did, but, it but that took like two years. It <laughs> took a while. I hope they find his MVP trophy. That's that's kind of a big deal. Does he really care, though? Because the, the post-game yeah. interview was, it's an amazing win. How do you feel? He goes, good. good. Yeah, it's good. Now I can go back home. <laughs> Okay. He's not a big, he's not big on America. He's I just he's just <laughs> a different kind of guy. He doesn't like the spotlight. Just wants to be yeah, with his but family. Still, you know, that's great. But you know, America just made you a very wealthy man. Yeah. Right. At least appreciate it for a little while. I mean, come on. Come anyway. on, Jokic. Go find your trophy. Go find you your jerk. But Saturday's <laughs> Saturday's uh, Vegas parade ought yeah, to be cool. I'm wait, I'm waiting for the showgirls to be leading the pack. Oh god, I hope so. That's all. That's, all That's what I'm hoping for, too. <laughs> well, we've got uh, big Mega Millions jackpot to talk about, but even bigger than that is Powerball for ter- whatever, tomorrow night, isn't it? $366 bucks for Saturday night will be Powerball, but I think tonight... Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, right. Mega I millions. have everything wrong in this story. <laughs> but tomorrow night is Mega Millions at 281. It's a lot of freaking money. That's all just I'm saying. Buy that's some it. tickets and you'll be covered. That's, yeah, that's all. Bill, don't feel bad. I did a story you guys just talked about five minutes ago. So. <laughs> in fairness okay. to you, and as Bill mentioned, you were having a sneezing attack. Oh so. my gosh. I'm so high on allergy medicine right now. <laughs> okay, so what else are you going to steal? Hopefully you didn't about? just talk about this. <laughs> did you guys talk about the Netflix documentary? Just did it. No! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which Netflix documentary? Well, I can confidently say that Jen will not be watching this. And there's Uh, one reason why. It's about The Rock? No. Even worse. Even worse in your book. Patrick Mahomes' wife is going to be in it. (laughs) (laughs) Who decided that? Why? It actually looks really good, but here's the thing about this. So it's called Quarterback. And it's done by Omaha Productions, which is Peyton Manning's production company. Well, is he in it or is he just... two of them. Oh, my God. It's it's a documentary. They follow three quarterbacks throughout this past season. One of them happened to be Patrick Mahomes. Lucky there because they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they probably got a lot of good footage. But they follow their families. It's a behind-the-scenes oh, thing. Oh, jeez. And that about idiot brother of his? What, about what goes into being a quarterback in the NFL. You know, the playbook, the study, the prep, the working out, the family time, you know, having to be away from the family. So it's Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins from the Vikings, and Marcus Mariota, who's kind of like a backup with the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Falcons. So, But it does look good. It's oh, like this be behind-the-scenes look. I, would, I really would like to see the Mahomes stuff, just not his family. Unfortunately, his wife is featured in it because yeah. he's the biggest name. Yeah, but you know what? Since she had that second kid, she's calmed down a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but how did they... Okay, Mahomes told... Big score for Netflix, right? Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Oh, I get that, too. He's interesting. No offense. Marcus Mariota? <laughs> it's is the third one? It's a little bit of a different take. What's going on there? Well, the why do backup, I guess? Did they did they not have any other quarterbacks say yes? Is, I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that really is the angle. They wanted to take a look at, you know, someone who's not as well known. Well, when you think of it, it's three tiers. Right. Okay, I'll the, get the main it now. superstar, right. kinda like, you know, mid level yeah. star and Kirk Cousins okay. and then the lower who's guy, Kirk Mark Cousins. Mariota. Who's he with? Uh the Vikings. Good player. I'll probably watch. Yeah, it does. It looks good. It comes out July 12th on Netflix. I'll mark it. There you go. It was Not. also a Netflix documentary called The Speed Cubers in 2020. You know what that was about? No, what? These weirdos who solve <laughs> Rubik's Cube in seconds. And this kid from California, 20, 21-year-old dude, just shattered the record. Come on. Did it in three seconds. How do you do this? You will not believe what this is like. That's incredible. I've never solved one. (laughs) I could never pick one up in three seconds. We got that coming up (laughs) and the latest on uh, Daniel Penny from New York, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers. It was Daniel Penny. Now you don't understand why his lawyer had him <sighs> release that statement over the weekend. We knew it was coming. It's still just depressing. He has officially been indicted. He was the guy in the New York subway uh, chokehold incident. You know, the homeless guy threatening passengers died. It, it goes before a grand jury and then the grand jury. And, it, and I don't know how many people are on this grand jury and how many witnesses they actually heard from or if they just you know, had transcripts of witnesses. But to think that they instantly made this a racial issue, I'm thinking, OK, it, why is it always that? Because they know they can win that way. Automatically. Uh, and, and that's the problem, unfortunately. And they created public pressure to do this. And they'll, you know, remember the uh, right after it happened, they had the protesters in the subway on the tracks, right? And everyone was thought you're going to hit the third rail there, and you're going to get fried. Get and the, off of it. The guy is indicted now over public pressure because of because of this, where he is, unfortunately, in Manhattan, under Alvin Bragg's wow. jurisdiction. Yeah, I don't know. That's tight. Despite <laughs> the fact you've got multiple now, multiple witnesses on that same train saying he's. This homeless guy was going to kill somebody. He was threatening to kill somebody. And it wasn't like this homeless guy hadn't been in trouble before. They actually have, like, they had a list because Alvin Bragg's office, the the attorney general there, and they said, oh, he was, like, in the top ten. I'm like, the top ten of what? I mean, they have a top ten of homeless people that make a list (laughs) because they've been reported on so many times. And this guy was, like, the top one. An A-lister. Everybody knew the Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh, you know, he gets a little crazy every now and then when he's off his meds. So I, it's it's it, I don't know I don't know why they made it a, a racial issue I don't think it had anything to do with race whatsoever. And better news, you know what this sound is right here? Yes! Somebody chugging a beer and slamming it on the bar. You would think with the celebration sound like that clunk, that big clunk. That's the sound of a 21 year old dude solving a Rubik's cube in 3.13 seconds. Oh, come on. Who does this? I never Remember that thing <laughs> with all the colors and the never I, once, never once did I solve it. I couldn't turn it in 3.1 seconds. Never from one to the How do you solve it? It was a big competition and they had it there and Max Park 21 from California shattered the 2022 record held by his Chinese rival. Okay, USA. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it is. I've have either of you ever solved one? Not no, not even cl- uh, two sides maybe. Diener, have you it. ever solved one? You've no one. Has do you know of anybody who has solved one? I wasn't. Yeah. Even, I, had, known, I knew kids that did. Oh, that's good. I was. I don't think I've ever. Uh, yeah. You know what else I couldn't solve was that that peg game. Remember that game from Cracker Barrel? Oh, it's still there. <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> Stupid thing still there. If don't you, remind me. If you have, I love the thing though. If you have four pegs left, you're an ignoramus. <laughs> that's right. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it mocks you. I would always get the two. I'm like, Ugh. never did but it. <laughs> it, it you, you watch the people who do a Rubik's cube now in the competitions. Somebody usually ha- holds it. Or they put it on a table because in many cases, if you set the tiles a certain way, you can solve it a lot quicker. So they don't let you get a hold of it before ah. they just hand it to you. It seems like they kind of do something like that at this competition. Okay. They let him look at it. He's got his hands up. He's looking at it. And he kind of You let him figure it out. Then he has to put it down again. <clears throat> and then they start the clock and he goes. So there's something about oh the my. recognition of the pattern that he does. 
You want to hear a wild story about this? Wow. Is a veteran offense. I don't know if you heard this one, Diener. Um, I only know it because I'm a Pats fan, and they just signed him in the offseason. He, uh, he was playing for the Broncos. He was an offensive tackle named Calvin Anderson. He solved them not in three seconds, but behind his back. Really? Oh, how do you do that? Because they're all saying no. All right, it's Calvin Anderson time. I've never heard of that. Behind his back. How do so you do that, without looking? Yeah, I but don't know. Then it must <laughs> make a certain sound no, or no, clicks or something? It's the recognition, I guess. You oh. look at it first, the pattern, and he solves it behind his back where to go. Wow. I see, there's a video of him doing it Are these on like YouTube. mathematical whiz people it, it, that I don't solve know. these things? That's incredible. I don't know. He does it behind his back. It's a skill. It doesn't pay a lot of money, but it's a skill. I can for it's a skill I'll never have. I, or I've never had. That's crazy. I don't know if this Max Park kid got a cash prize, but I see they gave him a big golden Rubik's Cube. I'm just what exactly what he wanted. <laughs> right. Give me money, buddy. Give me money. Can we do the morgue story again? Oh, God, yeah, okay. Selling body parts from Jeez. the Harvard morgue. It was a massive FBI sting. And you spent how much money to send your kid to that school? Wow. <laughs> okay, that, we got a lot more entertainment, too. Wow. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Did you hear that forecast, the heat advisory? Now, yeah. it's been throughout the entire southeast. They're not used to it. and we It's going to be even hotter than usual for us. But you know what's odd? It's happening in June. I know. You know it's too were, early. If it were August, you'd say, mm, okay, I understand. Uh, yeah, they said they, what she'd say the heat index is going to be 110. If you're outside, make sure you drink a lot of water, get some you know shade or go inside and cool off periodically so you don't overheat. I, the heat exhaustion's horrible. And it hits you like really quickly. Oh, I think about you when she said that out in the barn. Oh, I, I used you're to pass. You always come in, you're like, it was incredibly hot yesterday. It was, I usually Muck pass and stalls. <laughs> don't pass out. No, not good. <laughs> usually I just lay down near the tractor and go, Help me, please. No, no bueno. <laughs> it happens all the time. But that's, I don't worry. I, I stay hydrated and I run through the sprinkler. If I get too hot, I go inside or I jump in the pool. I do, I'm not that stupid. I am dumb, but I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do take breaks. But uh, yeah, just be careful. I just feel badly for people who work outside for a uh, living. I know. And we you, got a lot of have... listeners who do. And I'm sorry for you. But just, yeah. uh, hi, what do they always say? Hydrate, baby. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes water just doesn't do the trick. You gotta. No. You, what you have to do is what I end up doing is I'll take a couple of bottles and I just dump them over my head. Mm-hmm. You know, and wear a hat. Mm-hmm. That, Helps. That's, that's a big deal too. Wear a hat. So or anyway. just find as much Bud Light as you can because they're basically giving it away these days and use that as basically shower material. Yeah, you could do that. Love ya. <laughs> it could be a little bit sticky. We uh, had heard this and now it's confirmed. Yeah, Modelo has uh, replaced uh, Bud Light as the top. Be- is it in the country? In the country, America's. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Now here's the thing: we went and did some research, and I was like, Modelo. We asked who owns Modelo. Well, it's interesting. In the United States, it is a company called uh, Constellations. I think mm-hmm. outside of the United States, it's InBev, the same company that owns Bud Light. So. Uh, there's the, well, d- inside the U.S. It's InBev. Yeah, I know outside of the United outside. States. Yeah, so I think it's I think that's how it was. That I'll ex- have to go look again. That it gets very confusing. The confusion though, because I know this story now. It's finally officially confirmed that it is the the number one over Bud Light. But it's been a lot of argument back and forth. People saying, "Well, it doesn't matter about Anheuser Busch still wins because it's their brand." But apparently not outside. 
only outside the U.S. Yeah, so it says here, but, you know, other company, other stories say Grupo Modelo, it's the Mexican brewer, mm-hmm. it's owned by InBev, Anheuser-Busch. I got you. So they own the parent company, but they don't own the distribution rights inside the United States. They own them outside the United States. Okay, regardless of that, a major brand is replaced has been replaced as the top seller, which I never thought I would see in my lifetime. Bud Light was like the generic top brand. It's 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 like the the Ford F one fifty. It's like yeah. always just the top selling vehicle. Bud Light was always the top selling beer because it's everywhere. Right, not anymore. I, if they don't learn a lesson from this, and yet, did you hear Mark Cuban the other day? Mm-mm. I encourage major companies to keep keep pushing woke alternatives. It's important in the long term, and you need to get. Okay, you listen to that idiot. Good, go woke, go broke. It's never been truer. What's who's the, who is he owns the Dallas? What is he called? The da- Mavericks. He's he on Shark Tank. He owns a ton of brands too. Okay, so let him let him go that way. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to take anything that you invest in and and go woke. Is his team like that? I the, don't know. I don't know. Do they sell Bud Light as his stadium? Probably right. It worries me though that brands like Target and oh. Bud, and Bud Light and Coles they're not going to learn from the pushback because they're they're tanking. I see. I foresee. Number one, look at what Bud Light did. I heard somebody say, somebody came in the house the other day and had a six-pack of Bud Light, and I was like, apparently you're not in on what's going on in the world. And they said the only reason they bought it was, number one, it was cheap. It was like two for one, three for one. They said it was like they were giving it away. What's that tell you? And I was like, okay, well, that helps. But had no idea what went on with the Dylan Mulvaney thing. And I was like, you do realize what's going on in the world. And the comment was, well, I bought it because it was cheap. So maybe they'll come back because the beer's so cheap. It could, you know. It I, could. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's killed itself. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it stands a chance of coming back. You still have not heard from the CEO. Now they said they were going to spend millions and millions of dollars to recapture their core, their core audience. I don't watch enough sporting events. I would assume that's where all these commercials are. Are they running a whole gamut of commercials that? Appeal to the core audience of Bud Light? I've not noticed that. I haven't seen any, really. No, I don't know. I don't think there's anything different yet. It's interesting. So, um, will these other companies learn from this? I hope so. It's, I think they are. I think the pushback against the woke stuff, corporate <sighs> wokeism is the worst. It is. Well, you know what? Look what happened to Target. Target's still losing money. Yeah. I, th- I think this Target CEO, I think his days are number two. I, th- I think very quietly you will see somebody else take his place. I hope so. And, I hope, I hope they, s- they learn from this and stop. Although, listen to this update on this kind of stuff. So you know ESG scores for the big finance companies. They'll, put, they'll decide, there's like BlackRock, there's an ESG score. We're just going to assign your company how you are on environmental, societal, and governance. Right. Otherwise, we're going to give you less money for financing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important for them to get these ESG scores. Just came out with some ESG scores updated for the quarter. Uh-oh. Tobacco companies were ranked higher than Tesla. <laughs> and and Elon okay. Musk because of because they're gone woke. Oh, just God. just to get the financing. That's why you see this stuff happening with corporations. Elon Musk said, "Here's your here's why. This is why ESG is evil. It's the devil." That's amazing. It's incredible. That's that is crazy, is what that is. It's it's you know what people don't understand it though. But I would think. Maybe not so much the Bud Light because there are a lot of people in this world who don't drink beer and they can't relate. But a lot of people shop at Target and you saw what happened to them. Their sales are still going down. Still, you're right. It you doesn't know, stop. That's no re- joke. Yeah, that's a residual effect, and it's it's you can't you you know the buck stops with the CEO of the corporation. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think that guy's going to be around for long because he was all for those tuck bathing suits. Yeah, sure. And then they lied about it. And they lied about it. Then that's they, what really hurt him. 
I think what even hurt her even more, not even the tuck bathing suit, was they have a Satanist as a designer, and they willingly do business with this guy. I'm like, okay. This is going to go sorry. great. This is, whose brilliant idea was this? Holy cow. Speaking of Satanists. Oh, God. I, well, nice uh, segue there. I don't know if he's a Satanist. He just sure looks like one. There was an unbelievable story that broke out of, uh, well, Concord, New Hampshire, but also Cambridge, Mass. yesterday, because that's where Harvard is, and the Harvard morgue. The guy that runs the morgue, he's apparently the guy in charge of keeping it under lock and key. He's the devil himself. You should see what this guy looks like. In fact, you can on the Morning Show blog. And and when we say half of his face is tattooed, it is. He has metal horns implanted in his head. And I think pointy teeth. Yeah. Did like, you see that? Remember, was it, remember the James Bond character had all the oh, metal jaws. T- jaws, remember? <laughs> That's what he looks like. Only his look like vampire teeth. So this guy wasn't the only one. They arrested, they rounded up six people in an FBI sting over body parts selling. This is horrible. A body parts ring coming out of the Harvard morgue. Who buys body parts? Well, there was one guy, Cedric Lodge of New Hampshire, stole parts of dissected cadavers, and he took them to his home in Goffstown, New Hampshire. Okay. And then he sold the parts online. Okay. Where does one go online to buy body parts? TheBodyPartsStore.com. <laughs> what I want to know is the guy that looks like the devil. Yes, the who, Harvard guy. The Harvard guy that runs, his wife was involved. Oh. She was taking parts home too and selling them online. What the hell does she look like that she married that guy? I don't want to know. She's got to be just as creepy looking. I mean, right? the story was bad enough. And it's creepy enough, and it's horrifying. And then th- we went to look at the, sto- the story online, and he pops up. We went, oh! oh my God. <laughs> so we don't usually play the report, the news report from it, but this is, uh, I think it's the CBS station out of Boston, because they were on it. And it was an FBI sting. What do, you know how they always have names of the stings? What do you think they called this one? I'm dying to find out. The body farm. Oh, I hope so. Uh, here's the report. According to court documents, McLean was allegedly allowed in the morgue by an employee and was allowed to choose human remains to buy, including two dissected faces for just $600. She also allegedly sold and shipped human skin to be turned into leather to a man in Pennsylvania multiple times. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You got a Buffalo Bill. What do you want human skin? Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. You know what got me the worst? Two dissected faces. What are you doing with that? I don't know. I, I don't. This is horrible. I, you know, and, and the sad, the saddest part about this is, is somebody at, at at Harvard Medical School probably got this body donated. Many times they're John Doe's or, or Jane Doe's that get, you know, donated to the university for right. research. But in many cases, there are people who are graduates of that said university who say, you know, for the sake of science, I want my body donated to the Harvard Medical School. Eventually, you're going to end up in their morgue. And this is what happens to these people? Their body parts get sold off? Are you kidding me? Imagine you're, you're, you're in heaven. You're like, I lived a good life. I, I graduated Harvard. I wanted to get back to the school. I did well in business. My face wound up getting sold to a guy in Pennsylvania. Who wanted it for leather? That's what happened. For what? Harvard released a statement, and they said exactly the same thing, though. They said it's especially heinous because people gave to science, and this is what happened This is what happens to you. But what I want to know is how willy-nilly is Harvard? Because when we took anatomy class, I mean an anatomy class, you had to sign in when you got the cadaver. Oh, I'm sure. So they knew who had the body at the time. I mean, everybody, somebody was always responsible for the body that you were working on. And, And there were four of us in a lab and we each got one body. 
You know, I mean, four of us got one body. Ours was called Prometheus. He was great. He was headless. <laughs> but oh, God. We, we got him long after the Where medical Where does that students. go? I well, he, he oh, went, the brain guys. Yeah, the, the neurosurgeon people get it. and But we get it when you're in anatomy class, the lower levels. You get it after the medical students have had it. So it's already dissected. You just peel it apart. It's like a grape. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than the Harvard story. My well, that, God, that's what that's what anatomy class is. I hate to Anybody tell you. Anybody sell his face? No, we didn't have a face. But his name, <laughs> oh. but, his name but we you smelled like formaldehyde all the time. Oh, I'm sure it was it was horrible. But I loved the class because it was a great learning experience. Because well, you love science. So yeah. There you go. So, but I mean, most of the people that we had, they were donated bodies, or they were John Doe's or Jane Doe's, and just to disrespect a body like that. I mean, not what we did, but what these people are doing selling. That's horrible. You know what? In death, there should be some dignity. Come on. That's horrible. These people belong locked up for a very long time. If you do check out the story that Diener put on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com oh. or the app, just do it before lunch. And do it quietly by yourself because you're going to scream when you see this creepy guy's <laughs> oh face. God. There's no doubt about it. He's <laughs> creepy as, as can be. We found our second floor dope. This one's a cop that refused to be pulled over. You know what? And and this is the kind of cop that gives cops a bad name. It does. This is what the bad thing is, yeah. He's an Orlando cop, but we'll hear mostly from the body cam from the cop that tried to pull him over. Well, he's not a cop any longer, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's that good more. news. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Okay, inside baseball here, programming note. I really like our little rejoinder thingies there. Oh, they're great, aren't they? Diener has paid the production department his lunch money and gotten some stuff done, man. How wow. about that? I used the credit card. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, <the> com- <laughs> Unfortunately, not the company credit card. I was going to say, was it the station credit card? No. It'd be nice if it was. Those are really good, though. Yeah, well, they are. Hey, we're talking about uh, 850WFTL.com, the morning show blog with the creepy Harvard Morgue oh story before. God. Sure, you can check that out, but a lot of other stuff on there, too. So, uh, so yeah, get on that. What'd you put that. up there? We got a trifecta today, actually. Three? We do. Oh, man. There's a lot of good stuff. I'll run through it quickly here for you guys. Like you said, you got the morgue story, all the details, all the pictures there. And well, not of the dead bodies, by any means. We have the uh, Rubik's Cube kid who broke oh, the record three seconds. I haven't seen this video. I have to go see you it. you got to see it. It's freaky. It's very short. doesn't take up a lot of your time. Right. <laughs> Three seconds. That's right. And then the one that we had in Rapid Fire, we didn't talk about a lot, but during Rapid Fire, about the father who faked his own death. Oh, <laughs> I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> in Belgium, this guy faked his own death and then arrived at his funeral in a helicopter. And he's that like, really is it's, that's an epic move, but that is a horrific thing to do to your and family. He, did, he said he wanted to teach them a lesson about staying in touch with, with, with each other. And that's why he did it. I think that's an ultimate dad move myself. It's, it's pretty incredible. He's not so, getting crap for Father's Day. Again, there's for you. <laughs> you can see it all there on the Morning Show blog. So wow. now his kids will always text him back, but they'll be in years of therapy. That's right. Yeah, come on. They're going to text, Dad, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's a rough one. Check that out and more. That is terrible. We've had uh, not a lot of Florida dopes. All the other sto- uh, states are stealing our dopes these days, but we got two today to make up for it, apparently. The full day. Hey, man! Oh, you are so dumb. Bye, And this you is know, a rare one. This one is, you know what, and you watch the body cam footage of this, and it's like, what is wrong with this cop? It's an Orlando police officer. City cop, yep. Yeah, he's now been fired. But he's blowing through a 45-mile-an-hour zone in his police cruiser, allegedly on his way to work, going 80 miles an hour, and he blows by a Seminole County deputy. Not the thing to do. 
Seminole oh. County deputy, you see him, he pushes his dash cam, he's sitting on the side of the road, then you get the whole thing, he pulls a U-turn, and he's talking to dispatch, and he's going, I'm going in excess of 100 miles an hour to catch this guy. He's flying down the road. And he finally gets him, and he, and he realizes it's a cop car in front of him. The Orlando police officer puts his lights on and keeps on flashing his lights, like, like his police lights, like, I'm a cop, leave me alone, why are you chasing me? Well, the deputy finally catches up to the police officer. Listen to the attitude in this, though. Oh, this guy's got a big attitude. You going to pull over? What? Do you... I'm going into work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going Because you're work? going 80 and a 45. I'm going into work. Okay, where are you going to work What does it look for? like I'm dressed for? My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. Tim, for I got a city uh, Orlando PD taken off from a traffic stop. He just drove away. Yeah, he just got back in his car and he drove away. And, you know, by the time he got to work, you know, the word got out that he was being chased by the Seminole County deputy. Uh, it, it took a while. They arrested him. They got him for fleeing and eluding police, driving recklessly, all, all kinds of stuff. Good. Glad they did. Uh, they set his bond at $9,000. Last I heard, he was still in jail and uh, they fired his sorry little butt. Alexander Shouni was his name. He'll be looking for work here pretty soon. Wow. That's amazing. We hear that phrase way too much these days. You know, you think you're above the law. This guy really did, though. I can't be pulled over. I'm a cop. Don't you see it? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because have you ever been somewhere where, like, it's a really busy intersection and all of a sudden you see a cop put on his lights to go through the intersection? Yeah. Then he gets on the other side and he turns them off. I'm like, you know, I want want one of those lights. But it's like (laughs) they deal with so much crap, the good cops. I'm like, yeah. You know, they deserve that. That's okay. Uh, let me tell you, ever since I saw that epic, I, I'm assuming it was a highway patrol guy and that, that, that Mustang, that unmarked oh, yeah. car, get that Cayenne on the 95 the other day, a couple of weeks ago. That was the most epic stop in my life. And I went, I have a whole new appreciation for these guys. What they go through. But then you got this this Orlando cop that got fired, making him look bad. Yeah, you know, and it, it's, unfortunately, there's always, you know, one bad apple in the whole bunch. Oh, Doesn't yeah, make it. all the rest of them bad, but... That's unfortunately the cop you're going to run into. Can you imagine this guy stopping you, the 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 one that was running, and you're trying to say, "Hey, officer, what? Don't give me attitude," because you know he he would be like that. Sure, he w- yeah, he yeah, would. You're he'd right. Be one of those jerks. He'd be like, "Never mind, I'm not going to win this one." Man, so we got rapid fire. Go around the horn with some news stories again coming up in just a couple of minutes. Next, the South Florida Morning Show coming up. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yes, don't doubt it. There's more stories to talk about. we got them all. Jen's got one right now. You know, we're all kind of shaking our heads, and we've talked about this, but it became official yesterday. Miami's mayor, Francis Suarez, filed papers to run for the Republican presidential nomination. Okay, when's his book come out? We're trying to figure this out. Why all of a sudden is this guy jumping into the race? Uh, He's the third candidate from Florida. Of course, you got the the former president, you got Ron DeSantis, our governor, and now the mayor. I'm thinking, boy, everybody that had a position is is doing something else now. I guess that's what it is, though. You elevate your position by, you can forever call yourself a presidential candidate. True. He will make it official uh, with a formal announcement sometime today. I'm assuming it's probably going to happen on the steps of maybe the mayor's office in Miami. We shall see. At least he did it in his home state. I know. Everybody I else him, goes to a different spot. Yeah, in, in his home city. So give him credit for that. So. I think this is a classic case of just, you know, a profile raiser. So, you know, that type of move where it's just let me get out into the national eye because he is he's pretty well known in South Florida. Yeah, he is. He's apparently done a good job. Yeah. 
uh, this is a guy, you know, he just wants to get his name out there more and he'll drop out, you know, probably by the Iowa caucus and that's it. This is my prediction. He'll run for governor. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So you elevate on the national stage, kind of, sort of, to come back and run for governor later on. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's Sanchez why. is going to be gone soon. You know? Wow. Yeah. So... Right. Very interesting. Just a thought on my part. Speaking of another guy that wants to become president again, man, this indictment. Oh, how's Trump going to recover from this one? Man, I just. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know, he was dead, especially, you know, he can't raise any money and no one likes him. In three polls, he has now doubled up his number on DeSantis poll wise for popularity, for uh, electability. That's amazing. Whoops. And, and since the moment he walked into the Miami federal courtroom, that moment he has raised in mostly small, mostly small dollar donations, six and a half million dollars for the campaign. Oh my it might God. be seven million now. That's incredible. <laughs> it really and, is. And two million came from that Bedminster fundraiser because, you know, those are all heavy hitters. Can you well, imagine holding the party and you walk out with two million bucks? Not yeah. bad. Hey, I walk out with 20 bucks. I'm doing good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you guys said this before, and it was a good point that, you know, when you do the math, two million from the fundraiser, that means there's four million left over. That came from small donations from just regular everyday people online. That, that's like a lot. Of, you know, a lot of that's like 10 bucks. Right. That means people who can give very little believe in you. That's real America. Well, you know, and it's funny. And you know what I think helped him the most? When he walked into that Cuban pastry place, that bakery. What a great crowd. You know, people see that. Somebody's watching (laughs) that on TV and they live in the middle of, I don't know, Omaha somewhere. And they look and they go, wow, this guy just walked into a mm-hmm. restaurant and bought lunch for everybody with the everyday person. By the way, Jake Tapper was hilarious with that. Did you guys see the clip from CNN? He was oh, like no. offended almost. He was. He's like, by the way, in the control room, we don't need to show that anymore. He's turning this into a campaign event. <laughs> oh, he's such a jerk, that guy. Could we get rid of him, too? <laughs> this is a, you know, it was so funny. Not talked about enough. This is a big, big gamble for the Democrats, because if it doesn't work legally, I mean, that's what they're betting. This is a Hail Mary to make sure legally it knocks him out of the race, right? Right. If it doesn't, you've made him one of us. Yeah, you've exactly. made Trump us. Anybody that's ever been targeted, unfairly pros- unfairly arrested, or accused of fired or something or anything, somehow, even if you don't like Trump, you're like, I could kind of relate to that. Yeah, it's true. It's a massive gamble. Yeah, and they're going to lose. We'll see. How about this? I'm not sure what to make of this. Is this good or bad development? Leading toward bad. (laughs) Synthetic human embryos. Uh Uh-oh. What? Have been made without eggs or sperm. They've been created in a scientific breakthrough. Well, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad, right? (laughs) my God. These are little baby robots. I was leaning toward bad. Yeah. (laughs) You can go all the way towards bad. Think about it. Oh, my gosh. So you're not even talking about... Have any of them been born? Not I mean, yet. They, they, they're coming to fruition? As far as I know, not yet. But you're talking about just creating people, like, like actual lab babies. You're playing without, God. Yeah, yeah, no sperm, no egg. Just These, these are clones. But is it a clone? Who are they cloning from? <laughs> or they're yeah, just, just creating human embryos? What? How? It's, but what, it, what, <laughs> what are they, Play-Doh? Cre- I'm going to say, if they're creating it, what does it come out like? You know, like that new Elio character that they're talking about. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, what uh, do you have? And then you start getting into, you know, does does this have a soul? I mean, if if you're born, well, are you born with a soul? You just then they're born and they come out looking like John Fetterman. Oh, oh my god, yeah, well, that's not good. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> or the guy from the morgue, even better. Yeah, <laughs> it's the what blob. Are, what, what do you have? <laughs> 
Now, what yeah, is it like a jellyfish they're growing? What are they growing? But they're saying, well, here's the thing. On the good side, they're saying it could raise hopes for new treatments for miscarriages and rare genetical disorders, but it poses huge ethical dilemmas, of course. It's not the miracle of life. It's not... I. I you're just creating... This, I hate this. Life in, in a lab. I can understand if you have a synthetic like embryo, you know, and, and, and then you do it the normal way. You know, oh, and, and then add, and like add a, yeah, an actual to, human to yeah, it? Yeah, like a human sperm right. and then you, you know, embed it into a woman and because she can't carry, you right. know? I mean, that kind of stuff I can understand. But that that's that's creating little robots. It's pretty wild. Congratulations. It's, you have wow. a brand new, healthy, newborn seven-pound blob. There you go. Scientific uh, breakthrough, baby. It's an amoeba. <laughs> okay. <Weird>. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. This is for real, dads. Uh, according to a, the latest study from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 94% of dads with kids under 18 are employed. I think 94% of people with kids over 18 are employed, but that's besides the point. So they looked at all 50 states to find the best working states for fathers. Oh. Hmm. Okay, they based it on 23 factors, things like how long the average work day commute was, how long you spent at work compared to how much time you spent at home. Montana. Child care costs, school quality, and the overall health of the male himself. Staying with Montana. The 10 <laughs> best state, the 10 best states to work for. Well, two of them begin with an M. Montana would not be one Aww. of them. You may end up being a on a bar, in a bar, having a beer with the guy that ran the morgue at Harvard. Massachusetts comes back at number one. Really? I don't know why. I Not I, in Boston. How could Not that near be? Cambridge. Not the near cost there. Of, cost of living. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Plus also, as far as dads go, because this is specifically about dads, right? Right. They have very little rights in custody cases. They will almost, really? almost yeah. always favor in Massachusetts. They're infamous for this, to wow. favor with the mother. District of Columbia came in second. Oh, no. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> Connecticut, then Minnesota. Uh, Montana wasn't on the list. Who uh, where does this? The Washington I, Post? I, I, great question. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the, the worst state... New Mexico. New Mexico was the worst. Okay. Florida's 33rd. There you go. So we have bad weather. Now, I have no idea. I don't know. That's. I think okay. it's crazy myself. <laughs> well, here's good news. And unfortunately, we're going to make you hungry on this one. What's the most satisfying food sound in the world, Diener? Satisfying food Jen already sound. knows. Oh, I wow. think Jen wrote the story. Is it popping popcorn? Well, well that's that would on be, the list. That'd be a good one, though. All right. That's that is very satisfying, list. isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know what else is satisfying, and I don't know if it's on the list. When you bite into a really crisp apple, yeah. and it goes, it's a good right. one. That crunch, I love that crunch. According to America, the most satisfying food sound is <gasps> sizzling bacon. Ah, oh, you know good. what it is? It's not only it's because you, the minute you hear the sizzling, you also smell it. There's yeah. nothing. There's no better smell, at least in food wise, as I'm concerned, than bacon cooking. Smells like fall. Oh, it yeah. just smells so good. It's a winter food to me. Uh, steak sizzling in a pan was close to. Yeah, I was gonna say steak sizzle. Sure, and I start to Same think about thing. it. Yeah. yeah. French fries frying. Boy, that's an alliteration. Say that huh. ten times fast. <laughs> wow. And uh, and your apple sound, Jen. That was on oh, there too. Oh, really? But wow. man, sizzling bacon. Next to myself. Yeah, you did. Popping, food sounds. That's popping a good one. popcorn was on the list. Oh, the okay, way. that's good. So, it's, uh, yeah. You and the rustling, oh. uh, unless, of course, you're in the movie theater, rustling of the, the potato chip Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, it's normally a fine sound, but it's in, the silence in between 
Yes. Previews. Crunch, crunch, crunch. People are like. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of food, and, and, and we'll do this after your story, but remind yes. me to tell you about food and shoes that oh. you can get for Father's Day. That was a pre-tease. It's, hor- it's horrible, too. <laughs> oh, no. I, Even I you're going to hate I it. Just, I just I did, did it to aggravate Bill. It's horrible. That's all. Well, Jen, In your last story, you get more dead people coming to life over there? No, but this is for you. Oh, God. Because last time I had the Netflix documentary yeah, that you would like to watch with idiot. Patrick Mahomes' yeah, wife. Can't wait. Now I have a new Christmas movie for you. And actually, this works for Bill, too, I think. He's got The Rock's in it. Watch. the rock. Is The Rock in it? A new Christmas movie coming out with The Rock? No! <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you're lying. I swear to no, you. No, you're lying. He's not ruining on. Christmas. I swear to you. Please don't tell me it's on the Hallmark Channel. It's going to no. be on Netflix, right? Uh, when The Prime. Rock Stole Christmas. <laughs> Amazon Prime, I hate you. This is pretty interesting, oh, though. Oh, so what why is he doing a Christmas? <laughs> they're going with the recent theme of action Christmas movies and even going back to Die Hard. But you're going to have The Rock, Chris Evans, who's Captain America. I can't stand him anymore. J.K. Simmons, who you would probably know from Spider-Man, playing... Uh, oh, and the, and the oh, Farmers. Oh, and the Farmers commercials. Yeah, exactly, right? Plus, he won the Academy Award for the other one. So they're all going to... Lucy Liu, there's going to be a few people in this movie. It's supposedly, a big cast. Yeah, it is. It, it's... I guess supposedly going to be called Red One, and it would come out next Christmas. Not this one, so you gotta wait. You gotta wait until Christmas 24 to check out Red One on Amazon Prime. It's an action Christmas movie. This is based on Red. It's the same cast, only it's the same. That's the movie I told you guys to watch. Oh, Red, it's a great movie. They're they're kind of comparing it, or The Rock is comparing it to a mix of Miracle on 34th Street and Rambo (laughs) and Fast and Furious. No. Yes, no, I swear. Is Vin Diesel part making an appearance? Maybe. Oh, my God. Rock is going to make him an unfortunate elf watch. Oh, He's my God. He's always trying to beta that guy. Why Why does he have to show up and ruin everything? It's happening. Oh, my God. Just All so right. you know. Well, coming up I next. I think I'd ra- rather watch the Patrick Mahomes thing. <laughs> Jen's going to ruin the next segment with her horrifying shoe food story. <laughs> <laughs> but we have good news if you live in Wellington. This is great news. Your property values probably are going to go up. Yeah, it's pretty good news. All right, that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. By the way, and thanks for being here as always. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Um, I am uh, I'm flipping on your Kevin Costner story there, lady. Why? Now what? Update. Uh-oh. So here's the background. So Kevin Costner apparently is going through this horrific divorce. Yes. Right, and she's he's, his ex, soon-to-be ex-wife won't leave the house. Well, she won't leave one of the most expensive ones. It's a hundred and forty-five million dollar estate that sits on the ocean in California. Hundred forty-five—that's seriously one of the richest homes we've ever heard of. Yeah, and and he bought it sixty, according to Kevin Costner's attorneys, he bought it sixteen years before he married Christine Baumgarten, who's his wife of eighteen years. That's now ended, but part of her prenup she signed, she would have to vacate any property that he owns within 30 days after the divorce or after divorce fi- papers are filed. So she refuses to leave. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that was where they raised their kids. I kind of get that, yes. even though there's a prenup. Okay, well, what is it? she's rung up intentionally 95000 on his credit card. Ouch. Refuses to leave and is saying all kinds of bad things about him. Well, she's probably... Who left whom? I don't know. Who left who? And he Over. also, oh, by the way, he he says he's homeless. <laughs> oh, he's homeless yeah. because she's in because the house. Because of this, so he's claiming he homeless. doesn't have any other homes. He's claiming homelessness. Oh, he's such a crock. Oh, boy, I turned on him after that. Remember that show yes. during the midterms that that shot from the set of uh, Yellowstone, and he was wearing a Liz Warren shirt. 
It's Liz like, Cheney, yeah. Liz me. Cheney. That's right. Oh. And I was like, I'm for Liz or whatever. I was like, okay, we've lost you. You can go home now. He's got another house. It's it's his. But you know what? I can see her point. 18 years, you've lived in that house with the kids all of their lives, and and now you're getting thrown out on the street. It's not like he can't afford it. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe they're both wrong. I don't know. It's it's getting ugly, unfortunately. No like homes divorces. worth that much in Wellington yet. But we may be on our way because Wellington has ranked eighth on Fortune's list of 50 best places to live for families. How do you like that? They looked at, uh, and these were for small communities. Uh, it was 1,900 cities, towns, you know, little villages and stuff that they looked at. And they based it on things like multi-generational families, what the lifestyle was like, what the aging resources was, financial health, the livability, the education. Wellington came out eighth out of 50. If I was a realtor, I would update my listings right now to include that copy point. I'm sure they did. They, here's here's the gotcha, though. It falls <laughs> number one on the list, which neither one of us can understand because, Diener, I have I spent a lot of time in Cambridge, Cambridge, Massachusetts. I don't get that. I, it's, it's ridiculously expensive. I don't know how anybody affords to pay attention in that town. Never mind live there. Traffic is horrific. Yeah, and then really? it's literally run by communists. Oh, yeah, and no. then you get to deal with guys like the guy that ran the morgue at Harvard. Yeah. You know, that looked like good. the devil. They call it the People's Republic of Cambridge because it's not like anything else on earth. Oh, no. It's insane. Really? Is that bad? It's, it's awful. How could that possibly be a good place for families? I don't get it. I don't know. There are a bunch of other little towns I'd never heard of before, other than Ports, Portsmouth, New Hampshire was mm-hmm. number two. Uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, mm-hmm. and then a town called Tua, Tua Latin, Oregon. Tua, I, I, maybe I'm Tua Tonga Vailoa. Tua yeah, Town. It's Tua Town. It's Tua. It's Tua something. Anyway, it's in Oregon, and then Middletown, <laughs> Delaware. Wow. Anyway, well, before you get to your shoe story, I have to break in with this real quick, Jen. What? Because this is big. Oh God! This is like news. The, the well, rocks in another movie. No, no, this is really big, and you're you're gonna be happy about this too, Bill. You and your family, Bluey. New episodes of Bluey are coming out, baby. I gotta go. Let's go. I gotta set the DVR right now. <laughs> I told you. This Disney is plus. You interrupted this, for that? This yes. is a damn kid show. It's my favorite show now ever since he started talking about it. You know, my it's granddaughter. Awesome. My it's granddaughter so won't watch this thing. That's because you show her Law and Order. <laughs> She's watching SVU. SVU. <laughs> July 12th, new episodes of Bluey coming out on Disney+. Plus. i got to text my kids right now. telling you. I love Bluey. I just came across it. Like, this a, is so exciting. That's great news. It is. It's just such a great family show. You two are so strange. I love the dad. They make him out to be like a dad. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool. It's, it's a bunch of dogs, by the way, if you've it never is. seen the show. But he meets other dads. It's just like it is. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> Spot. Bandit, how you doing? Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> it's a great ode to parents. It's a great kid show because it teaches good lessons, but it's parents love it. It's so relatable, and it's funny. Okay. <laughs> telling this you, This is Jen. better. You got to get on the Bluey train. No, I can't. I'm sorry. Taco Bell and Crocs are Very collaborating. <laughs> they are? <laughs> you can get pe- black. <laughs> you can get black and purple slides. Release nationwide on the Crocs website June 28th. Mark the day, Bill. I'm going to get these for your Father's Day late gift. <laughs> you just ruined all the good bluey news. <laughs> I should have saved it for last. <laughs> I was too excited. And if you're a Taco Bell up. customer and you reach the fire tier status on that app, you'll be able to buy the shoes a week early. Wow. I have so, nothing against Taco Bell, but I cannot hate Crocs more. I hate them with every fiber of my being. They have the little Taco Bell insignia. They're purple and black, and they go for 60 bucks. Oh, please. 
So anyway, I'm going to buy you both a pair, and I expect you both to wear them. Do Bill, they burn? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're rubber. No, they burn. They stink. They're just chemicals. <laughs> Bill hates Crocs so much. I saw somebody wearing Crocs at Disney recently, and I thought about Bill. <laughs> and you <laughs> hate him now. Yeah, I do. I, I hate them by association. <laughs> I love Crocs. I, I, women, gonna, you know what's what? my I'm, rule? Women and surgeons can wear them. Yes. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, I'll wear my No Ohio man should State ever, Crocs. ever wear Crocs. I'll wear my, if I can find them, I'll wear my Ohio State Crocs tomorrow. You can do that. Go home and watch Bluey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch every episode. Very emotional episode sometimes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. go cry Are there over Bluey it. Crocs? No, yeah. See, I'll get you Bluey. Anyway, we're gone. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow at 6. Thanks so very much for listening.